Welcome to another illustrious episode of the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. It is I, Dom, here with two favorite people in the world. What's going on, Rashad? What's good? What's good? I'm ready to get this uh, raw review out the way so we can get on to Impact and the rest of the week. Oh, and may I announce that we are now doing a daily recap of the shows. Yeah, not so now. We'll get more of us, more content. So, I mean, hey, um, get ready for it because the shenanigans will be, it'll be shenanigans galore, pretty much, especially considering that uh, Terry is the head of that. What's going on, sir? So, can we, you know, take a moment to appreciate the fact that Avenues was slanging a lane to the parents of Angel Grove back in the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> But you know what though? At least it wasn't slanging to the kids though. He sl- he was slanging to the adults, so he was still being. He just wanted to get the, the adults time. to be his slaves. That was it. But then it makes but, uh, me question: What was going to happen to the kids? It's going to be like some kindergartners on recess type shit because them little niggas was bad as fuck. Either that or you know it was going. Never mind. So um, Monday Night Raw, you know. We had a pretty good, solid episode last night. Uh, Could have been better. For them to come out saying that it was the worst one in a while, I really didn't see that. No, I mean... That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't wasn't bad yesterday. It was was solid. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just the greatest, but considering... They've been solid the last two weeks, considering how bad they've been, you know what I'm saying, pre-Survivor Series. So, I mean, you know, it jumped off with... Y'all boy again, Seth Rollins. Oh, before I even get into that, can we just acknowledge the fact that we did not hear Seth Rollins say, burn it down? He did not do any cheesy line. I was so proud of him. I, I, that said that we are, like, applauding that part of the what, whole What You want to know what pissed me off within the first five minutes of Raw? What's that? The fact that Dio still selling this damn F5 from Brock Lesnar. Bro, he L5 that nigga to the XFL, fam. Like, like at, at, at this point, I need Jerry Law to take all the bumps from now on if niggas going to be gone for two months. Nah, for real, bro. And um, next time, actually, L5 Jerry Law off the stage, though. Don't do it through a table. You know what I'm saying? Throw him off the stage, through the fireworks. You know, y'all got pyro now. So throw him through the pyro thing and then just write him off TV and just pay him to be off camera because I'm tired. I'm, I'm sick of hearing this nigga fan. Say, because we need uh, old boys from AEW. <laughs> They'll take an old dude out quick. Well, yeah, bullshit. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like I said, Seth Rollins jumped it off again, you know, draped up in the all black. He came out and issued his quote-unquote apology to the WWE Universe, which they weren't trying to hear that shit. The entire locker room. Yeah, bruh. It just seemed so <laughs> insincere because when Kevin Owens came out, he said the same thing we was all thinking. Like, you know how I know you lying, Seth? Because your mouth is moving. So, bitch, <laughs> I'm just going to uh, applaud. Basically, the guy of the night was definitely uh, Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, because he said everything in the first 10, 15 minutes of Raw that we were all thinking. Not just about Seth, but the next thing that happened oh, right yeah. after Seth too. I know exactly oh. what you're talking about because yeah, I'm I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna definitely get you know <laughs> what I'm saying get out to that. But like I said, you know, KO basically 
and Seth Rollins, you know, is AOP a part of your family? You know what I'm saying? Are you the reason they attacked me? Of course, he denied it. They challenged him to a match. Seth hit him with the eye, son. You know what I'm saying? You are your own, which is not the first time on Monday Night Raw that we saw somebody hit get hit with that eye and I'm out. But um, <laughs> basically, KO was like, all right, well, shit, I'm taped up. You know what I'm saying? Somebody go get these, get these hands, get this work. And <sighs> who does that show walking to the goddamn ring? Terry's favorite people, Lana and Bobby Lashley, wearing this goddamn me. <laughs> Tyron Smith arm brace. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the way up almost to his shoulder, man. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> you shouldn't even be wrestling right now, fam. But, you know, they showed their walking. Hey, I don't mean to cut you off, but you saw how he kept stretching it? Bro. Like, <laughs> you could tell he was not used to that at all. So, I mean... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so can we take a moment to uh, appreciate the greatness of Kevin Owens on Sunday at Starcade? Yeah, man. Shout out to the Kevin Owens show when it was just two chairs. Because uh, Lana and Bobby Lashley was in the ring, and Kevin Owens was walking down to the ring, and he had Lana with it. Did he used to be Russian? Say, man, I, he had him a Triple H and Kofi moment, and I died <laughs> laughing, bro. <laughs> but I'm glad that somebody else saying it, because we've been, we've been saying this for, like, what? The pet, actually, before we even started recording, we've been talking about this. So it's yeah, just like, this, yeah. it's just, yeah. But that won't be the first time he got online of ass, because, you know, she came out there, and the cameraman was perv, because, you know, they zoomed in on her ass, like, a couple of times. A couple, nah, more than a couple times. Not I just asked. You well, yeah, not. I mean, she did. She had the titty meat showing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the only that's the only reason I remember she had the blue dress on. I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah, fresh I mean, off that Doctor Miami table, you know, like up top because the show went below. But anyway, um, you know, they the butler wasn't used for that project at all. She still got that, you know. <laughs> never mind, you know. She still got that blind butt. But um, Caucasian cakes, them Caucasian the pancake cakes. is still a cake. She, she built like a SS hoe. But uh, <laughs> look, so <laughs> <laughs> no, you just gonna run past <laughs> the small instant holder at that. Not even the one for the big ones. So uh, not even the towel. I need you to make that the thumbnail for this week's episode or today's really? episode. Line of to an instant holder, <laughs> or just the instant holder. You know what? That's what it's gonna be. A picture of instant holder. I got quite a few too, and I got ass on it too. So that's how it's gonna be hurt. But uh, <laughs> woo, we ain't shit. But um, nah, nah. <laughs> I, once again, Kevin Owens has been the MVP because he had the exact same look on his face that we did when Lana came out there. Like, oh god damn, like. You again? They still going with the storyline? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, nobody cares. But, you know, KO got on her ass, which was well-deserved and well-needed. I thought the shit was hilarious. Um, Terry, what do you think about Kevin Owens and Lana? And do you and do you like the fact that they even got Kevin Owens involved in this shit in the first place? 
Well, I mean, they're just trying to save it right now. And KO probably the one person who can save it. True. I'm, I'm okay with it because, you know, Kevin Owens on the mic is golden. Yeah. Especially, Especially right when now. he's annoyed like he is by Lana, like everybody else he is. Because he walking down to the ring and Lana's telling him to shut up. And he's literally just being a dick. The whole <laughs> the time. Whole... <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to, oh, my bad. I, not to cuss you out, but shout out to some more Joe commentary, too. Continue. Oh, yeah, definitely. My nigga Joe. He's like, he's like, it's like Thanksgiving all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, nah, my honestly, part. it, it oh, fits in the commentary well. Oh, damn well. But, yeah, my favorite part was when, like, literally, KO squatted and was just like, no. He put his <laughs> hand on his face. I said, that was me at the house. Like, I know this shit ain't happening right now. <laughs> Because, because, like I said, man, KO is basically saying, like, ever since he got on the mic and cut that promo on Shamey, man, he's basically been saying everything that we've been thinking the whole time. So, yeah, like, props to KO. But, I mean, you know, the match didn't end at all because AOP big asses came out there and jumped Kevin Owens. And they literally drugged this nigga away like they was on some ministry type shit. But, uh, rewind back to... Well, how you knew that um, Seth Rollins was capping because they literally did not touch him at all. At they, looked, they looked at him, he looked at them, and just walked right past chilling. They spread apart. Like, oh, man. For real, I was like, oh, this is, I smell the setup. But yeah. Uh, hey, shout out to Akum and Razar for shooting a shot at, at Charlie when they first pulled up the rock. They did it with the international flow. Yeah. I liked it. I, I, still, I don't know what's that Nigerian, but I feel it was smooth in a mug. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know one thing. I would have been doing the same thing because she was looking, in the words of Booker T, she was looking good. You know what I'm saying? Like, with a T at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah good. Yeah, because Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And like, Carly was like, can you translate for me what you just said? Looking right, good, yeah. Charlie. Look good, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I that's said, not all they said either. That's why they had to say mm-hmm. it in their native tongue. I mean, you know. I would have been doing the same thing, though. But after AOP get drugged out, you know, Rusev, who once again, hey, man, Rusev's shoe game has been on point. Yeah, the Louis Vuittons. I'm yeah, telling the you, that boy, boy going to be on the next episode of Complex. I'm telling you, <laughs> stop it with Rusev, I can't wait. <laughs> because I looked down, I was just like, say, man, once again, like, ever since he done became a, you know, U.S. citizen, like, his, uh, his wardrobe ain't been on point because, uh, goddamn. But, you know, he hit Bobby Lassie with a monster kick, um, started fucking with, you know, the officers and stuff. Now, I ain't going to lie. Y'all going to call me a hoe. But I laughed at the black officer because the first thing I thought about was damn, and they look like Bomani Jones. He <laughs> did. They hired from anywhere now. They're using that Fox, Fox money for everything. I mean, but damn, though. So, you know. Obviously, they get upset. You know, Bobby Lassie kind of like nudges the uh, the African American police police officer. And I ain't gonna lie, the first thing that went in my mind was the episode of the Boondocks that started the nigga moment. <laughs> <laughs> because as soon as he did that, Bomani the first thing he did was take out the handcuffs. Take out them head. The way he turned around and looked at him. I like, yeah, you finna get locked up, fam. Now, 
Cause Bomani hit him with that. <laughs> Bro, he did. He like, I've been, a, I've been, a, I'm a fan of WWE. I know what's going on. I was just like, wait a minute, are, are you supposed to be talking? Like, when did they start letting them talk, bro? Now, 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 Terry, I will throw it to you off of what happened next because I'm not gonna lie. After that happened, you know, the handcuffs came out. The first thing I said was. Well, they are in the south, you know what I'm saying? Uh oh, 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 thank you for saying that. That you know, is what the uh other cop said. First of all, the Na- the cop from Nashville said that they in Nashville and they do things differently though. Yep, yep. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> and I said, Oh, you know what it felt like? Every single DVT movie, I felt like the media <laughs> spiritual homes was gonna happen. So basically you saying So this is Louis Louis Louis. Louis, basically. Uh, that was mentioned was the record scratch and uh, Bobby Lashley voiceover saying, yeah, that's me. I know you're probably wondering how I ended up in this. <laughs> Bro, yes. Yep. And then hit that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you're going to them Negro spiritual hubs. Uh-oh. <laughs> the BET version oh, to get out. <laughs> because as soon as he got locked up, I was just like, yep, the black man get um jumped on and he's the one to get arrested. So, you know, everyday life. Now, I will actually leave it to Terry to take it from here because I enjoyed what happened next. So, after Bobby Lashley got arrested, what In typical Lana fashion, you know, Lana throws her temper tantrum, and then in the process of her temper tantrum, she decides to slap the shit out of one of the officers. And in turn, she's arrested as well. And the fact that they had Charlie Caruso standing there with the microphone during all of this, yeah, in the background is just hilarious. She was committed until them cuffs came out again. She was like, "All right, time to go." <laughs> yes, he like, "Oh, y'all arresting people world. for real, bro." Yeah, I said it was just gonna be Bobby. I didn't tell Milano was going too. Nah, I'm not sure if I can do this because after she oh, slapped him, she did the t- look i'm sorry to anybody that's listening to this of the anglo persuasion but she did the typical white girl thing you know what she looked like you know, y'all know the murder porn shows or like a chick will cheat on her husband and then she'll kill a nigga and then she'll look like confused when she get caught yeah and then she starts saying i'm sorry i'm yeah. like oh no that will work <laughs> and this that little scoop back like no nah, no nah, that's exactly how lana look <laughs> Like, like, no, ma'am, you're still going to jail. Either way it goes. Yeah, that, that, cop, that, that uh, older cop was not having it. He said, no, no, you're blind heifer. You're going to jail. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can't and will be used against you. In the court. Home around the rights. Bruh. And Can so, we go to the back when they got in the back of the car, though? Go ahead. Go ahead, like because I'm glad you went like there. Black folks, just like black folks, our truth and street poppers in the back, like, glad it wasn't us. You know <laughs> because the first thing I thought about was that had to be on purpose. Y'all had the intention to, like, be like, say, man, Paul Hay was like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know we cool, right? I, I just want y'all to see Bobby Lash just sit right here and look at a uh, lot of Bobby Lash get arrested. Especially look on <laughs> his forward face. He look like, mm, that's why I'm here to the black woman. See, see, yep. <laughs> see, my probably was like, See, I told you to leave that white girl alone. I told Bro, you, yes, because am I the only one that I don't know if y'all saw when I put it out? But the first thing I think about is Bobby Lassie on Black Snake Moan. I like he reminds me of Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <Black> Snake Moan, 
Every time yeah, he, he just had a chain on him. That's all. That's it. But I hate to say it, but this has definitely gotten Rusev like even more over than he already is. So I don't know why I was cartoonishly thinking that when he kicked Bobby Lashley in the face, he was gonna kick him Louis Vuittons, He said, "These is red Bobby's these bloody shoes." When he like kick him, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I was like, that's probably what he was thinking in his mind. He probably playing that Cardi B in his head. But yeah, I'm like, he on a regular old John. He played to the crowd because he had on a dad shirt. And then he had on uh, Louboutins. I'm like, dang, you wore like a $20 shirt with $1,000 shoes? Go ahead, Rusev. Shit, trap mean, boy. Go right. ahead, my, my Bulgarian trap boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to Rusev, man. Like I said, you know, as shitty as the storyline is, they have, I mean, Rusev is, is hot again. So, in that regards, it has worked, and yeah, but y'all still need to end this shit as soon as possible, though, because I'm really ready to Please. see y'all because um, you know what I'm saying y'all continue to drag this out. This is because KO was tired, and I'm like, finally, there's a person on television that represents me. <laughs> when you know what I'm Because he literally sat down like, hell no, nah, y'all ain't finna do this again. <laughs> Like I did it over last night. Shit. <laughs> like damn again, bro. Now for the third week in a freaking row, I am <laughs> I am about to say Akira Zawa got squashed again. This time it was by Drew McIntyre. Y'all think I'm playing. Y'all thought I was playing. I ain't tripping. This man has been wrestling on two shows for the last month. <laughs> He got squashed in every <laughs> single goddamn match. Why are they doing this to him? Like, now it's getting tired. But like I said, this this just shows you the lack of respect they got for the cruiserweights. Even though this man was a cruiserweight. It ain't, it ain't even about the cruiserweights, fam. Akira Tozawa. Nope, it ain't even about that. Akira Tozawa was basically a diversity hire. True. Man. But I, I mean, in the industry, playing like Mansoor, but yeah, pretty much now. I mean, we have another, you know, diversity hire that's man of it and raw. Ah, let's not say that. We will definitely. Oh, but say, but he was the Green Ranger this week. I'm, wait, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna get, we're gonna get to that later because I got something to say about that. We definitely gonna get to but that. Yeah. But yeah, like, pretty much, and I don't like how they tried to drag it out. They really tried to drag out the match. I'm like, Drew McIntyre is dominating this man. And then they have him do his flips and everything like that. But this ain't going to work. <laughs> this man is like two feet taller than you. He's Bro. way stronger than you. He dropped to his knees and was still taller than him, fam. Yes. He dropped to his knees. They was, about to, they was looking at each other at eye level. I said, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> like, that's one of them times I would be like, you know what? I think I'm going to just go ahead and take your off and just go ahead and leave. You can have this count out victory. I'm going to go ahead and chill and catering. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 The best flip that uh, Tozawa had of the night wasn't even a move. It's when he got Claymore kicked, and he flipped about four or five times. Then he, Ooh, <laughs> he, boy. he said, whoo, 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 and then he, I was like, oh, it's over. Oh, and I like how Drew McIntyre pinned him. He basically just 
lazily one, two, three, and then he just let him go. I said, damn. Now, even, <laughs> even before that, though, like, like, cause I was trying to, you know, hit him with the the waist lock. He just like picked him up and threw him like he wasn't shit. Like, all right, bro. <laughs> it's like when you be uh wrestling with your little brother. Yeah, ain't gonna lie, I got thrown. You get tired of playing. Considering, considering I was a younger brother, I got thrown around like that a lot. I can't even lie, y'all. Well, I did the throwing. Yeah. But my super kick game was on point, <laughs> So that's all that mattered for me. My super kick game was on point. But so I had a, had a mean rock bottom. Shout out to my little brother. Hey, man, my Chris and Kick, yeah. Shout out to Booger T. Harlem Heat Booger T. Shout out to all my uh, homeboys who actually let me put them in line tamers. <laughs> so. hey. Cross faces, sharpshooters. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I did put like my kid fucking triangle hold. I actually almost choked him out. But, <laughs> <laughs> so that, uh, that almost you know somebody we did, we put sleeper holes on each other, aka dumb kid shit. Uh, <laughs> and one dude, don't try actually, this at home, kids, by the way. Please do not try please, this at home. Please, we was dumb and did not know no better. And dude turned purple. We almost thought he was dead. He said, <gasps> It's like, oh shit. Like, all right, cool, you alive. I will yeah. say that um if you've been to my house, that 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 well, yeah, that whiteboard that's on the window, that is due to um my arm going through a window during a wrestling uh a wrestling event we was having over here. You know what I'm saying? Dude tried to Dang. pick me up, I reversed it. Uh unfortunately, my arm went through the window, but I was not injured. We some real niggas, so we just passed it up before anybody knew. But anyway, um, <laughs> after, you know, basically Drew McIntyre won and he called out Randy Orton. And look, man, I am glad to see that they're actually just letting Drew McIntyre, you know, just talk. Because if you like seeing him on like, you know, up, you know, up, up, down, down, or like even like back at Impact when he was doing little stuff here and there, he actually like is a chill, fun person, you know. So, yeah, we know you the Scottish Terminator and all that, but he actually is like. Got some personality, which is one thing that you know people have been complaining about the head. He has not been showing. So he called out Randy Orton and um Rashad. I know that's your boy. So tell me what you thought about the promo between Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Okay. So basically First, I need you to chill with this guy's accent before Drew come roll up on us. You found about to you felt to be about to do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he had a, he had a, he had a Memphis, Tennessee accent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Felt like I was watching two uh NXT UK for a second. Wow. Yeah, he did because yeah, he had a thick Scottish accent last night. But yeah, pretty much Randy Orton showing why he still has a job after almost what two decades. Pretty much because he pretty much matched with Drew. Like it's like. I was actually interested because Randy was like, oh, if you want to do this, let's do this before the shenanigans started. But yeah, it was a good back and forth. So like I said, I appreciate uh, Randy's versatility and I'm glad that they actually letting them do stuff because at first Randy Orton was just RKOing people. And <laughs> and walking out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like now he's actually getting his storylines, getting more involved. So that was pretty dope. But like I said, him and Drew, it would have been way, way better than him and Tazawa. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> oh, I definitely. I rather that. Woo. I definitely agree, but I think the reason why we ain't getting that yet is because 
lo and behold, the OC came out there. But it looks like we might be getting Randy versus AJ, though. So they might be holding off on Randy versus Drew. So, I mean, I'm cool with both of those, to be honest with you. So <laughs> I, I ain't got a problem with that. But, you know, basically they came out there. Before they even – shout out to Drew McIntyre once again, though, because uh, once the OC came out there, he was just like, well, um, this looks like it's a Randy and the OC problem. So – I am going to go ahead and hit the old yeah. dusty trail. Yeah, that's pretty much what Mike Tyre did. He was just like, uh, straight, I'm gonna head out. Yep, he like, hey, we ain't got no beef, Randy. I'll holler at you in the back. And he just <laughs> left, like, real shit. Like, all right, that's all, that's all y'all I ain't got nothing to do with that. But you know, they hey, ended if up want to wrestle at Rumble or something. You just, you know, hit, hit the phone, you know, call me, you know, or hit well, you handle uh, good. Yeah, hit me up on social media and uh, handle this AJ problem. All right, I'll let you go. So, you know, they ended up jumping AJ. And so, her, okay. So, Ricochet, y'all favorite person, Humberto. Nah, I mean, yeah. Go, Humberto. <laughs> go, Humberto Carrillo. Ay, ay, ay. And Ray Mysterio all came out there, like, to try to help Randy Orton, right? Which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is y'all niggas came out there one by one by one and y'all waited till the other niggas was already getting their ass whooped it down before y'all decided to come out there. Why wasn't it like a three-way sprint? You know what I'm saying? Like once you saw Ricochet get in there and as soon as he got grabbed, that's when Humberto should have, you know what I'm saying, flew his ass down there on his Tiger's oil or something and got to the yeah. ring. But look, you know, I can just be nitpicking. You know, that's fine. But y'all deserve to get y'all ass kicked though. I mean, look, I hate to say it, but, you know, it is what it is. But shout out to Ray Mysterio, too, because, yo, that mask in the, and his attire was on point last night. Yeah, he's been killing the last – after pretty much after the doink attire from <laughs> – uh, after that, he's just pretty much been on point. <laughs> like, yeah, he has had, like, I don't know how many masks and outfits. I don't know how long his um, – Why, why you got to call it the doink attire, though, fam? My nigga was <laughs> Arthur Phelps. He was the Joker? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was doing it. Nah. I mean, with the white and the green and the... Yeah, I thought he was doing it. I didn't know he was the Joker. Nah, he went OG Joker. Oh, <laughs> dang. He went uh, good old... Dang. Yeah, you know, I thought he was doing That boy said doing No, he was not doing He was the Joker. <laughs> dang, <What>? bro. <laughs> the disrespect. It's so real, fam. But God, my question is though, why did the Misfits in Action 2.0 had to come out and come say Randy? I have no like, idea. Yeah, I ain't have no full grown superstars in the back. Y'all can say that. Yeah, you know wow. they gotta show us Umberto every uh Monday. Like everybody that came out was five, six and under, fam. Yeah, like you gotta at least be like Randy Orton hype to come out and say. And then Randy Orton looked at them like, this it? <laughs> right, like, this anything, a reinforcement? I mean, even if it would have been random, if anything, I was expecting, like, the Street Profits to come out there since them and OC got some kind of history. I was like, all right, at least the Street Profits came out there, but, yeah, or at least Ricochet and the Street Profits. I fucking Humberto. Like, leave his ass. You know what? Do him like Mansoor. Like, let him win a match and keep him where he at. Like, don't. Just disappear for, like, six months. Just disappear. Just <laughs> Just let him wrestle when y'all go to Mexico. And then call it a day. But, you know, 
the OC ended up getting the better of that, which I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all thought the same thing I did. All right, y'all gonna have a six man tag team match. Oh yeah, I knew how the night was gonna end. Pretty yeah. tonight, we're gonna have a six man tag team match, player. <laughs> <laughs> no Speak- one on one with Undertaker tonight. <laughs> no, no, he's Mark now. Like after that Stone Cold, <laughs> after that Stone Cold interview, he's he's Mark now. <laughs> like fuck out of that. But uh, you know. After that, we ended up having a handicap match between the Kabuki Warriors and Charlotte. Now, Ooh. before I throw it to Terry, I will say two Ooh. things. I'm just going to say these two things before I throw it to you, Terry. I'm kind of conflicted on this match because, one, I feel like since they are the women's tag team champions, they should have just like just spent the majority of the matches whooping Charlotte's ass. So, in that case, I feel like, once again, they booked Charlotte extra strong. You know what I'm saying? Stronger than she should have been and made the champs look a little bit weak. But, two, in my opinion, this was a match of the night, and it was fairly entertaining. So, I don't want to just be a full-on asshole about it. Especially okay, considering so, the end result. You know what I'm saying? So, go ahead. Hear me, hear me out. And in Charlotte's defense, she is rolls my eyes as I say this. The, a 10-time women's champion. Uh-huh. True. So, you know, by that standard, she should be able to hang with the women's tag team champion. And seeing as she has beaten them, you know, one-on-one before, it's not too surprising. Right. But I will say, though, you know, the shenanigans that did take place with the double team with Kyrie and Asta was pretty damn awesome and well needed to keep telling the story and not make it just look like Charlotte was running through them and they just picked up the win at the end. And I will say, Dom, that you did finally get what you've been waiting for for about a year. Charlotte has <laughs> finally lost cleanly. Without a green mist or anything. Just a clean one, two, three. So, you know, we can say that was another positive. It wasn't like, you know, she got missed it or it was a belt it's hit a or anything up. like that. I, I, I agree. Now, Rashad, before I let you go in, because you sound like you probably over there tight lip because you got a lot to say. Uh, <laughs> like I said, uh, I do agree because, you know, the fact that, like, for the majority of the match, they would, they did have, like, Charlotte in their, in their corner, you know what I'm saying, like, with the quick tag and stuff like that. So, I will say, like, their chemistry has gotten, like, a whole lot better. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is what I found kind of stupid, considering it's a handicap match. Why did it matter that Kyrie Sane had to be in one particular corner, considering that Charlotte didn't even have no partner? Because I remember at one point, Kyrie was, like, on, like, the right side, you know, closer to, like, the barricade and shit. And, like, the ref was like, nah, you got to, like, be able to tag in on this side. I was like, why the fuck does it matter? Charlotte ain't got no partner to get up there and help her, so... But yeah, that was the yeah, that was stupid too. I was like, why is he directing traffic like this? That's the rules, fam. Fuck them. But <laughs> I will um, take a moment out to say that Jerry Lawler is now two for two on commentary because <laughs> he did this horrendous imitation of the Kabuki Warriors in their accent. The silence of Joe. And Vic Joseph said it all. Because he wanted to go through that uh, ramp. But... 
And then Vic Joseph just powered through talking about something else afterwards. I think he started talking about TLC. Yeah, he didn't even he like he got he had you know they both because the fact that both of them just like got super quiet. Once again, shout out to Joe. It was quiet for like about thirty to forty-five seconds before Vic even started talking. It was like awkward silence for real. Because you had to shake your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just a whole bunch of shaking their head. That's all you could do. Oh, also shout out to Kylie Sane though for whooping shoulder ass with that umbrella before the match started. Yep. <laughs> like she was going in. And also shout out to Charlotte for using her titties to block Oscar kicks. Um, you know what I'm saying? Midway through the match. <laughs> I was just like, shout I see the card for sitting sitting on them titties at the end of the match for the pin. Yes, she did. But uh yeah, um, so is it safe to say that Kyrie, you know, watched the party scroll videos to uh, learn how to whip somebody's ass with an umbrella properly? I think so. I'm going to say yes. Real villain shit. You know what I'm saying? I am definitely going to say yes. So Rashad, we will hold you no longer, sir. What are your thoughts on the Kabuki Warriors and Charlotte Flair? I will say this, and I'm gonna make it really, really brief. The only thing that was kind of getting on my nerves about the match is that it was a handicap match, and they were really acting like Charlotte was going to whoop their ass by herself. And if she had won, I would have been pissed. I'm like, there's no way in hell you'd be bumping it by yourself. Especially like, now y'all do. Exactly. But, yeah, like, she was rolling them both up by herself and <laughs> had them like, hell. I'm like, nah, you ain't going to beat that, beat both of them by yourself. Hell nah. <laughs> Like, I got mad during the match a little bit. I was like, if she fucking win, I swear. I'm like, this, this, I'm like, this nepotism shit is going to get on my nerves. Nah, for real. Like, but I mean, that's how Super Charlotte be doing in, like, triple threat matches, though. You know, she be powerbombing and two bitches at the same time and shit. Yeah, but I was going to be like, hell no, nah, you ain't beating no Kyrie Santos. Hey, hey, hold up. <laughs> like, like. I'm glad that you say that because it just made me think about like when I think it was Oscar trying to put it in triangle and she lifted Oscar up with like nothing but her neck. I was just like, mm, that's strong neck you got there, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Mrs. CN, Mrs. CN was showing off that network. I see know, why he in love. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, my bad. Continue. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, continue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty much uh, my only grievances with the matches. Like, they really making her look this dominant against both of them. Like, it, if it was one in, one in the ring, I'd understand. But I was like, no, nah, she's basically handling both of them with ease. I'm like, hell no. Nah. So, yeah, I was a little worried about the result of the match for a second. I was like, if, if she fucking wins, I might turn this shit off. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, 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 you're good. Uh, back to what I was saying was pretty much that I'm glad. I would like the ending result. And I sound like you got to talk about the Tony Nese and Alexander Black match. Yes. Okay. So that match was actually pretty incredible, too. Like I said, it was just good to see Alistair Black not in that stupid role. Oh, Buddy yeah. Uh, good old Buddy Murphy. Still want to know the custody, who has the custody of the pig, him or Alexa. But we'll find out uh, hopefully soon. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he pretty much was like the, how Buddy Murphy is playing this, um, quote, unquote, robbery or whatever. It's hilarious because he's just like, man, this dude needs to chill. And I'm like, bro, you done did everything to piss this man off. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, but he told him, you know what I'm saying? If if you don't calm down, he's going to have to calm him down. Look, I am here for Buddy Murphy versus Alistair Black. I mean, fans of both of them. 
I, it's gonna be the battle of the knees, basically. <laughs> like who got the, the best knees. knee? <laughs> so my whole thing is nine times out of ten, we probably uh, and I hate to say this, but we probably gonna get this on the kickout show at TLC, considering this shit is like literally next week. So I mean, as long as they at least give them enough time, then you know, I guess I'll be fine with it. Kickout show they've been nothing but like what two matches lately anyway. Yep. Shit, well, so. two, three. Yeah, well, yeah, true. Uh, Andrade, you know, he just, he squashed Eric Young. I mean, you know, because it's only right that you know after you see Alistair Black, you see Zelina Vega. That's you know what I didn't I didn't even put that correlation together. You showed the fuck right, especially considering that Charlotte match was right after that. But yeah, um, it just sucks to see you know Eric Young how he is now. Considering how sanity was at first, and he's the member of sanity that ended up getting. Well, I mean, Nikki Cross ain't too much better. I mean, but at least he's like winning matches though, and actually on TV. This was Eric Young's first single match. Well, shit, probably in a while. It's his first single match, and it's probably his first match that wasn't a squash in a while because he actually lasted 15 minutes that shocked the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, Viking Raiders still squashing, like, taking on jobs, fam. Like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> I'm assuming they just going to run through everybody until they inevitably meet up with AOP. I mean, but that's fine. They ain't, they ain't been running through nobody but jobs. Like, I mean, look, we don't want to see them run, like, through the Street Profits, but at least wrestle these. Like, you know, you got Street Profits. You got quite a few tag teams on Monday Night Raw. And now you got AOP. So, I mean, just... I mean, they're trying to save themselves from painting themselves into the corner they did with the Bludgeon Brothers. Because remember, after they took on the Jobbers, they ran through SmackDown's entire tag team division, and then yeah, but damn, at the same time, they was at least going up against some of the tag teams, though. Like that's that's my point. Like they not they haven't even really just went up against nobody since winning the damn championships. Like that's the only thing that's really. They're kind of annoying me about that, but you know, they won. They they beat up Mark Sterling and Mitchell Lyons. So, shout out to you for knowing those names. Yeah, because the name sounded, they sounded like some jobbers' names. That's all I'll say. But y'all knowing me, y'all know what I mean by that. Now we get to the main event, which was the OC taking on Ricochet, Humberto Carrillo, and Rey Mysterio. Terry. Okay, my apologies, y'all. But what I was about to say is, now remember Sunday when we was covering uh Monday Night Raw, you was talking about how the OC uh beat the shit out of Umberto and Drew Gall- uh Luke Gallows uh choke slammed them on the apron and, and they hit the magic kill on the steps. See. So what I was gonna say is, cause I'm a whole ass nigga. And he came out dressed like the Green Power Ranger this week. They uh, hit that nigga so hard he had to regress powers from the Thunder Powers to the uh, Dino Powers. You son of a bitch. You are <laughs> you are an asshole, fam. Uh, you know, uh, as far as the I match mean, goes, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't even know how to respond to that. I'll, I'll just leave the rest. I mean, the match was the match was pretty good. I I, w- I will say that. I mean, I was kind of over it at first, but once them niggas started flying around, it was like, all right, let's see what, what y'all can do. 
And Umberto Punk ass, he did hit this uh clean ass tope over the top rope. He did. Two of them actually. Yeah, and we already know what what Ricochet slash Prince Puma gonna do. Be great like and always. The legend, all he really had to do was just stand there and just be there for name, and he ain't even really have to do nothing. Let to be know. honest. Yeah, he really didn't. Cause he didn't really come in it's like last <laughs> last five to six minutes of the match. But, but fam, would- the ending of the match. Before, yeah, all right, before you get to that, I, I just got to say once again, shout out to Samoa Joe commentary because, all right, you remember when Ray was about to hit AJ with the first 619, right, and Carl Anderson had caught him? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Samoa Joe who was like, look at hot Carl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody makes AJ bleach his own blood. Bro, I died laughing, fam. Samoa Joe was awesome on commentary, but my bad. Now, the end of the match. He- he was, because he also, I want to say, he also called AJ Uncle Allen once on commentary, too. He did. Nobody does it to Uncle Al. I'm like, look at look at them. Need to go ahead and replace uh, King with Joe. Well, then, I mean, we want to see Joe in the ring, though, so. Well, Joe injured right now. And then once Joe get, get uh, uninjured, you can put D.O. back. Because yeah. I want Tom Phillips and Vic Joseph to call my Monday nights. Look, man, Dio is getting ready for the XFL. He's getting ready for the draft. You know what I'm saying? He got to he gotta get in game shape. So he not going to be in the booth with Pat McAfee calling games? No, nah, of course. Uh, ugh. I didn't even think about that. But the, the, <laughs> the finish of the main event came when AJ hit a beautiful avalanche styles clash. Whew. Picture perfect. I, I I legit think that uh, it's like maybe two to three people that they allow to take that move for safety reasons. The Avalanche version of it. Yeah, I don't even know Ellsworth moment. Because Ellsworth, uh, who was that? He who else he he got? Ricochet a couple of times. Uh, now he I want to say he got somebody either right before he signed with WWE. Uh, right after whoever it was, I'm a little one of the first guy. people. They didn't took their chin right. Just oh. like you know, uh, mm, uh, one of the songs for my nigga TJ. But you know, just whoo. like uh, Tyson Kidd and the Muscle Buster. Yep, and even Tyson Kidd said, you know, what I'm saying it was his fault. It was Naito. That's who it was. He and Naito, mm. with, uh, yeah, Avalanche Stars Clash. I, I knew it was somebody that got hit with it and they got fucked up with it. Man, say. Oh, no. And I, he didn't get fucked up. That was Yoshi Tatsu that got fucked up. But he did hit Night's over one, too, though. Mm, good old trash ass Yoshi Tatsu. They were trying to call the move dangerous after that. But, I mean, I'm glad the OC picked up the win because. I personally didn't want the Misfits in Action 2.0 to win. <laughs> the Misfits in it, bro. That show, well, I, I mean, I can't be mad at that. It's actually a pretty entertaining name, by the way. I mean, it was either that or the Filthy Animals, and I don't think that's politically correct in 2019. The Filthy Animals? <laughs> nah, considering... Exactly. Yeah. Touche. 
Dang. Throwback. But, Shout out um, to WCW and they factions. Nah, for real, though. But as far as the main event goes, Rashad, um, any any thoughts on the six-man tag match? I mean, it was pretty straight. I mean, that's the only, like, if for people who are complaining about Raw, probably, yeah, it could have been a more exciting main event because, again, all it was was a, you know, push for the second industry plant. Umberto Carrillo, aka uh, Tommy. <laughs> That's all it was. Tom, it was just, <laughs> Tommy would never wear that trash ass ring gear. Hell no. <laughs> oh yeah, his, oh yeah. Uh, Jason David Frank would definitely come in there a little more flashy than that. I'm about to say, if anything, he gonna just wear the ninja gear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He gotta give us a few of those. Uh, Straight lit though. Why y'all bullshitting? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, nah, I'm gonna come with the dragons or in the intro with the pyros and everything. Hey, before we, I let you get to the main, uh, your thoughts on the main event, Rashad. You know what pissed me off about the Power Ranger movie, real quick? What? The fact that Tommy's white ninja outfit never, never got, got dirty. dirty, bro. Never got dirty. I mean, there was literally a point where like he kicked like a putty or something, dust, nothing. <laughs> Nigga was on his knees on the ground, got up, straight white, fam. And everything. And the just boy like, was crispy. Just like, like I need Papito and never in his clothes, never got dirty. I need ninja powers for the for my next all white party. Nah, for real <laughs> though. But yeah, it could have been a more eventful main event. So I see why people might like moan and groan at Raw overall, but that shouldn't have judged. Your whole perception of the show. It was decent for what it was. Oh, and rewind for a few little notes. I know we're probably going to get that at the end. But yeah, Kyle Bush was randomly there. They had a NASCAR driver <laughs> there and he won the 24 7 championship. <laughs> but um, as posted on podcast flyers, R-Truth did get his baby back. <laughs> Yeah, like during the promo picture, yeah, yeah, during the promo pictures and everything. But I don't know why they were pushing. I, oh, duh! I think NBC shows NASCAR. Nah, Fox. Yeah, you know Fox Sports got a NASCAR division, so that's okay. why. Cause the dude, cause the dude, he was sitting with. Ironically, I, I had noticed he had a Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. I mean that, and you know they was in Nashville, so they like. They like to drive. So, you know, so I like fast cars. Uh, <laughs> you never know who's going to show up in Nashville. <laughs> if you're not first, you're last. Looking. <laughs> Don't piss me off. About, I was just about to say, I'm surprised <laughs> Jeff ass ain't pop up. <laughs> and stumble through, I'm your baby. <laughs> but, <sighs> like, subscribe, follow, comment, share. <laughs> Tell your mama, daddy, your girlfriend, your side girl, your side dude, your lover, your enemy. You can follow us on social media at High Flyer Wrestling Podcast, Podcast Flyers on Twitter, High Flyers Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Which, by the way, I definitely just listened to Sunday's episode on Spotify last night. And if y'all have it, go check that out. You can follow your boys on Twitter at underscore Bobby Digital for yours truly. 
Rashad Miller 13 for Rashad. Freshly Snipes 21 for Dom. Basically, when you join everything, we have a better conga line than No Way Jose did last night. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Samoa Joe for saying, like, how, do, how does he manage to find all these people with no rhythm in every city that we go to? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to say, that's a boy from Santa Domingo, man. <laughs> nah, for real, though. Get but. Folks in there or something. <laughs> Liza, that pretty much wraps up Monday Night Raw for us. Like, like Rashad said earlier, we are no longer going to be doing weekly shows. We will be doing reviews, you know what I'm saying, individual reviews for each show throughout the week. So, yeah, like I said, more content is definitely coming soon. Um, if you thought we was assholes now, it's only going to get worse. Freshly minded podcast now. Ooh, yeah, we about to get real grimy in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see y'all. But I wish you didn't trust me so much. Well, we will trust y'all to listen to the impact review that we will have for y'all. So we will catch y'all next time. Peace.